The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. You're listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast, summer camp edition. It's time to get to work. That's right. I'm talking to you, Vic Beasley, with Rock Hoop Q, Aries Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. All right, everybody. What's up? This is uh, Rock, and this is the What's Up Falcons Summer Camp Special Edition, where we're going to talk about what's happening in, in the uh, in the camp, summer camp, training camp for the Falcons, and uh, we're going to make these more of like a weekly episodes, so uh, we're just going to follow along and just talk about the players, what's happening, what we think, what's going to, you know, happen in 2019, who's standing out controversy was you know all that good stuff so uh we have with us today the usual cast i have my boy q in the house what's going on q rock what's up my friend oh not too much man not too much and we're also (laughs) joined with my boy keeping it sexy al g in the house what's going on al g what up, what up, what up, man? I'm like you, man. I'm ready for the season. Ready to get this preseason started. At least see what we're working with. And we're also joined with our boy from the West Coast, Mr. Aries Falcon. What's going on, Aries? He has his on mute, I see. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Sorry about that. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. And, fellas, we're joined by a guest today. We have uh, a fellow podcaster and YouTube vid uh, maker. Mr. Toby D of the Pound for Pound podcast. What's going on, Toby? What's up? Yo, I'm ready to go. <laughs> y'all, right. got me, y'all got me excited up here, bud. We only got room for one bid maker, so Aries, you better step your game up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. My spot is I'm humbled, man. I'm humbled, man. I hey. It's, it's all good, man. It's family. It's love. Indeed, man. There you go. Hey, Toby. Uh, Aries, by the way, give you a little background about Aries. We Aries listened to our show, and uh, he called in and come in and how he liked the show, and we asked him to come on, and he does... Uh, uh, vids about the uh, about the Falcons on YouTube, so you have to check out some of his videos too, man. I I, I know all about Aries too, man. <laughs> oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I know about just about you know anybody's doing vids and on Twitter and all that stuff. <laughs> all right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I'm all over Twitter too. So yeah. 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 That's and that's where I really know you from. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. It is a family yeah, thing, so. man. It is a family. Yes, thing. sir. Yes, sir. All right, let's start this thing off, man. And uh, since it's our summer camp edition show, we're going to start off. Let's do a summer camp review of OTAs, man. Uh, The birds have wrapped the OTAs up, and there wasn't a whole bunch of uh, good news coming. Well, you know, interesting news coming out outside of a couple things, but 
you know, we'll go over some things that we did here and what we learned about it, and uh, we can just go over it. All right, let's talk about um, who was there and who wasn't there. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, from, <laughs> from what I heard, you know, Mr. Uh, Julio Jones wasn't there, but I think we all know why he wasn't there. Yeah. Because he don't have to be. Exactly. No, nah, he ain't got to be. I heard a rumor he was searching for his uh, lost earring still, so. Oh, he still hasn't had, had found that. He might want well to get that up right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm just messing around. If he hasn't found it by now. He's not going to find it. Exactly. Somebody got it, but it ain't him. Somebody found it. Yeah, somebody else. He got a hundred thousand dollar reward on a hundred thousand dollar earring. But also, man, so we uh, had Dion Jones wasn't at uh, OTAs. Vic Beasley, we all know, wasn't there, and Grady Jarrett wasn't there. All for uh, different reasons. I mean, it is voluntary. I wasn't tripping about you know what I'm saying Grady Jarrett not being there. I wasn't tripping about Julio or Dion. Vic need all the help he needs. Uh, yes, sir. All of it. He should he should be there before practice, after practice. You know, calling the coach. Hey, coach, anything I can do for you? <laughs> the Krispy Kreme or something. Yeah. Some. Well, I heard Vic. He said he opted out not to go because he wanted to stay doing the training he was working on. I guess up mm. in, in Cartersville. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. From what I heard, people saw you working out at a public gym up there. And as far as oh, I no. know, compared to what you've been doing, you need to be with Chuck Smith, not in Connorsville. I said the big hit, Chuck Smith, a friend of the podcast, a friend of the show. Former friend of the show. <laughs> Former friend of the show. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no, it's all good. <laughs> we, 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 we pissed him off. We pissed him off. <laughs> I'm not even going to get into asking y'all what happened with that because I heard a few of the shows with him on it. Oh, you did? I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm not even going to touch it. <laughs> Maybe we'll tell you about it one day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, so tell me, what do you what do you, what do do you you think about uh, Mr. Vic not showing up and, and doing his training wherever he is right now? I'm going to be honest with y'all. Watching Vic at Clemson, he was one of the guys I wanted the Falcons to draft, and they did it. They drafted him. Always felt like he was, he could be a great player, but he just hadn't really shown that yet. Um, I get into a lot of explosion numbers and things like that, and he had the highest explosion number out of many Falcons pass rushers and other pass rushers on any team in the last five years, the highest. Mm-hmm. So I expected him to do some great things uh, other than the 2016 season. But he just hadn't shown it yet. So I'm disappointed that when Dan Quinn is, is offered his hand of experience and he hasn't accepted that openly, um, he decides that he wants to be off somewhere else doing, quote unquote, his own thing right. um, with Bud Dupree, who I thought, and I think Bud Dupree, when y'all watch that draft, I think he thought that the Falcons was going to draft him too instead of Vic Beasley. Yeah. Um, but that's beside the point now. But I mean, you are working with this guy who also has struggled to get a lot of sacks in the NFL. <laughs> so I'm just trying to figure out, you know, Dan Quinn is always preaching iron, sharpening iron. I'm just trying to figure out how much iron were you sharpening um, with another gentleman that was struggling. In all fairness, Bud Dupree is playing a lot better. 
linebacker than Vegas. How many sacks did Bud? Bud Dupree is a linebacker though. He, he, he his primary spot is I think weak side linebacker. Mm-hmm. So Vic, Vic plays the defensive end. Now anything he can learn from anybody to help him to get to to become the Vic he was two years ago, I'm all for it. A lot better. Well, let me play. ask you a question. Vic has Vic has been up in a in a two point stance before, right? And that didn't hasn't, so hasn't he hasn't he rushed right? But he could do it, and he probably will do it this year with the things that Dan Quinn is talking about implementing into the defense. And if that is one of the things that he's going to have to be learning as far as from a technique standpoint, he should have had his ass in there, excuse me. Uh, And he wasn't there, is what I'm saying. I understand that, you know, these guys are playing different techniques or whatever, you know, from from that standpoint. But Vic should have been there to learn the new nuances that Dan Quinn is putting in. And he wasn't there. Now, I understand also that Dan Quinn, when he got there in 2016, they like to give the whole team what they call point of attack takes. Things you need to work on, things you are already good on. And I'm sure he probably thought, well, let me just take that and work on it on my own. And I don't need Dan Quinn to do it until I'm ready to get there. I just, to me, thought that was very disrespectful not to be there. No, I agree, man. I think Quinn should have made it mandatory for certain people, you know? I still think he should have been mandatory. Yeah, but you can't turn, but you can't turn voluntary activities to mandatory for some players. Right, and you can't, and you can't. But we also know Dan Quinn history too. Dan Quinn allows you to do you. That's that's the type of coach he is. They they always said he's a, he's a, a what they call it player friendly coach. Right, and he shows that. That's he he comes from that college mentality. You know, you got a younger generation now that you are coaching now. And so he, he tries to implement that in his way of coaching and come from, you know, Pete Carraway or whatnot. But sometimes you got to find your own way as a coach as well as, you know, incorporating things you've learned at the same time. And then it's time for him to find himself. I agree. I agree. And uh, let's move on to uh, number two thing about uh, OTAs. Um, Dan Quinn finding new ways to feature Tack McKinley. Now he he was he was saying that he he wanted to uh, feature Tack and some different looks, maybe some different options. But I I don't know if it's linebacker or what. But um, what do y'all feel about that with Tack and especially Tack being very injury prone? Mm, I think Tack will be all right. I think he yeah. will be all right, man. From, from what I heard, they they tried tack basically basically what, what they did with was uh, Nick last year, have him standing up, going out in the coverage, and I mean it's it's good to see what he's good at. Now if it works, I can see using using tack like that and maybe like a, one or two packages. Right. But his primary goal is to is to sack the quarterback. And I hope they don't take him from that too much. Yeah, I hope they don't either, but I mean Cat Tag has been yelling that shit since draft night and you know Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now now in all in all honesty, for his poor grandmama Tack's last two years has been more, more productive than Vic right. has been. Now, oh, yeah. Yes. Granted, uh, I agree. I agree. He hasn't had as many sacks, but he puts pressure on the quarterback. Right. He, he, you know, 
brings that brings that pocket down to where the quarterback has to get out of there, and he's been doing it with half the snaps. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag hat. So. I mean, as as Vic has. So, I mean, I can see him this year getting 10, 12 sacks easily because he's going to be the opposite of Vic now. There's no, you know, well, he won't start this game. He's going to start every game. Yes, as he should. He's a first rounder and he needs to be in every game. Right. And I I think, think, you know, the more snaps he gets, the more snaps he gets, the better he's going to be. You know, yeah. the on and off the field, you know, you really can't get no production out of that. So you just kind of make the best of it while he can when you're on the field. But if you're getting the first snaps, you know, the whole game, his production is just going to increase. So yeah. it's a good thing that he's on the starting team because the more production, of, you know, the more, you know, production he's going to have on the field. So he's going to see some improvement in, in tech this year. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it should be. This This would be his third season, right? Yeah. Is it yes, his third? Third season. Yep. Man, time flies. Time flies. All I'm saying yeah. is I, we really, yeah, We everything y'all said, we need to really, he has to do it this year. We have to see that, you know, he, all the craziness that he talks online and offline, you know, that's all great tack, but we really need you your third year. To make a difference. Yeah. I, I have so much confidence, Tack. I went out and got his yeah. dirt. I know he's going to blow up. As long as he gets the snaps, he can make that production. I'm more confident in him, actually, than. I, I mean, I'm be honest, I'm more confident in his ability than Tack, than uh, Big Beastie. No, right yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Q, what about you? What do you feel about Tack? No, I agree with y'all. I like Tack. I think Tack is going to be a better player than Vic. I'm. I have a funny feeling this is Vic's last season in Atlanta, and uh, I'm not, uh, it won't bother me one bit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> look, you said the same thing about Crow Beerman. <laughs> yes. Hey, <laughs> look, I don't call last year. <laughs> said the same thing about Keith Brooking, too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just a quick, just a quick uh, stat about Tack. He's recorded 13 sacks in his two seasons as a Falcon. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Not at all. It's part-time work. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he not getting more snaps? Is the question because of the injury? Well, I think. But- I think Andrew was part of it, but I heard Dan Quinn mentioning something about a lot of these guys' um, endurance levels were kind of getting burned out as the season was going along. Because y'all know at the beginning of the season, Tack started out hot, boy. He looked like he was going to hit 10 easy. Yeah. And he just started fizzling off as the season began. Uh, I heard Dan Quinn mention about his endurance, which is one of the reasons why they wanted him to lose some weight. Uh, the other one you heard about, Cavalry had mentioned something about endurance as well, because, you know, kind of in the middle of the season, he was kind of tailing off a little bit, and then he picked it back up uh, as the season went that's, on. And, and that's what OTAs are for, and that's what the voluntary exactly. stuff is for, is to get your endurance up. That's exactly. like you going to your job tomorrow and working good for the first four hours, and the last four hours be like, uh, boss, I can't do it, man. Exactly. <laughs> and Toby, I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up because I mentioned something about that last season. I was saying that they need to look at their strength and um, strength and uh, 
what's the the coach strength and strength and conditioning strength and conditioning coach man like with all those injuries and like you said they're getting burned out like halfway through is that an issue you think with with strength and conditioning and yeah because what what kind of diet do you have these guys on and what kind of sleeping regimen because all of that stuff is 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 valuable as a player um, what do you have these guys doing? I remember a few years ago that, um, you know, Thomas Dimitrov had a thing going on where they were trying to get guys um, more involved in, you know, different sleeping regimens and stuff like that. Had people actually coming in right. to talk about that. Um, so I, I don't know, man, but I'm, I'm hoping that it's not something that's going to linger on with these guys forever because and I know I hate to bring this up and people probably don't get pissed off but remember after that Super Bowl Dan that was one of the things that he said that was the problem with the team they ran out of gas and they were supposed to be pitching that issue now now, (laughs) granted granted, towards the end of that game they ran out of gas that was an excuse that was an excuse they were on the field a whole lot more towards yeah, the end. Because they, because, because they were throwing the ball. and they'd been running that damn ball, they would have ran the clock out. <laughs> oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. No, it's all good, man. We love the controversy on this show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, Isaiah Oliver. I'm glad you mentioned that. I was just about to, yeah, yeah. Let's go. He's uh he's uh, he's going to be our new starting uh, cornerback. He's kind of taken uh, Mr. Alfred's place a little bit, and uh, you know he had uh, exactly. And uh, last year, you know, he had his little shine that uh, got his attention and got him this job. So, uh, what are y'all what are y'all thinking about him? Y'all, as far as him developing to take that next level to take Robert Alfred's place. And uh, True kind of coaching him up because True said that uh, he's doing very good. I don't know about True coaching him up. This is my man laughing at me. That's <laughs> <laughs> the truth, though. He ain't got some nerd. Somebody else. We really gonna be in trouble. <laughs> you know, so no, nah, no, nah, I don't like that idea at all. I mean, I can see True looking at him from a veteran to a rookie. You know, I'm sure he got some good pointers, but as far as that's pretty much as far as coaching him up, I don't know about that part. You know, well, that's mm-hmm. what I mean. You know, because he said he was getting more comfortable and confident in you know playing and, and play out. So that's what True was saying. So you know. But True has uh, True has to step it up. I know uh, Toby mentioned this in his video about True stepping up to that next level. Well, he has to. 21. Yeah. yeah he, he has to, man. These guys are going to be, regardless of what we think about his play, some of these guys are going to be looking up to him um, in their first year. You know, Jordan Miller, uh, Kendall Sheffield, all of those guys, especially on Kendall Sheffield because he has, you know, uh, serious speed. And that's one of the things that True Font relies on to his speed. Um, so they're, they're going to be looking up to him, man. Um, so he he got he got to bring it this year. I, I I really believe in True Funk. I really do. I, I believe he can be a great player. Uh, I think the problem, and I'm just just my theory. I I think there may have been some disconnect between him and Marquand May. And and that's that's what I think. I think um. 
from a technique standpoint, he may have had to learn some different things he's not accustomed to to have to do to fit in what Marquand Manuel wanted to do. Um, and they mentioned it about the styles of Dan Quinn and Marquand were very different. Mm. Uh, right. So I think with Jerome Henderson now having the title as secondary coach is going to really help True Font get it back together. Okay. I really better. All I can say is time will tell, you know? Yeah. You see how he plays under this new system they're trying to develop. So hopefully it's, you know, fits his style, you know? So I like to see him do better. I think he got potential, but I just hadn't seen it in a while, you know? So. Well, he's never been a guy to get a lot of interceptions. Even coming out of college, I think he only had like two. That's another thing, you know, his hands, his hands aren't good at all. But I mean, he, had, he had opportunities. He just drops them, you yeah, know. He did. Yeah, and he did in 2014 too. When he when Tim Lewis was a secondary coach, but he was getting better in 2014. Unfortunately, it was Mike Smith last year. He got fired, and so you got a new coaching regime coming in there teaching you new techniques and things. Um, that can be kind of difficult to handle. But I, I, just, I believe that he can have a much better, that he's going to have a much better year. I don't know how many interceptions because he never gets a lot. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I think he'll have a better defensive year now. I do know this. Do not put him on Mike Evans because he struggles every time he plays against him. Isaiah Oliver is going to have to be the man to step up to that challenge when we play Mike Evans. Right. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, True needs to get way better with his hands this year. I mean, because... That Bengals game could have made a difference. He dropped the damn ball. The Cowboys yeah. game could have made a difference. He definitely spent some time with the receivers. Exactly. I, I wish you had. I wish you had not have said that. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> because I swear this. I swear this guy every year says he spends time with the receivers, and he still don't show no evidence of that. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know he said that. I just yeah, he don't, yeah, he don't say that. <laughs> Maybe, uh, maybe they just hang wow. out and, and you know. No, because he would always he would talk about. I remember in 2016 he talked about how he spent time with the receivers. In 2017 he spent time with the receivers and Julio. Julio was showing him different techniques. Um, you know, catching the ball and all right. of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know what happened because three significant also, drops last he season. Also said that when he was in college too, he said he was spending time with you know mm. his receivers in college. Aries, why you had to go back there for, man? You, you just gonna make the man look even worse. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm telling you what, you know what I'm saying? What he <laughs> told me, he, he went to Washington, he knows True Font, he went right. to Washington, so you know what I mean? Oh, hey. man. Hey, well, I'm hey. a secondary. The Falcons secondary has either been uh, drops or penalties, so I'll take drops over penalties any day. True. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that- All right, I'm gonna stick it out. I'm gonna stick it out with True Font this season, man. This this got to be it for me with him. Well, it might be it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Let's 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 move on to the next uh, key person that you know is in camp now, and we're happy to see in camp, and we've been hearing good news about Mr. Devontae Freeman. Woohoo! Yeah, how <laughs> you talk. Now I hear Devontae looking good. He made it through good. camp. He made, he made it camp without getting hurt. Well, he made it. Through, yeah. Ot- <laughs> wow. <cute>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. We wait. Wait. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. 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 Stay tuned. We gotta wait till the pass get on to find out that part. 
But I hear he was he, he was pretty explosive, and Quinn, you know, was liking what he saw and told him, like, man, I miss, you know, having you here and, and seeing you do your thing. So, um, you know, Devontae's looking good, man, in OTAs. So, I mean, what do y'all think? You think that's going to hold up? You think that injury is uh, going to rear his ugly head? I, how long has Devontae been in the uh, in the league? Since 2014. He got drafted in 2014, yeah. So I'm hoping Devontae had wised up. He see how it costs the team, the way his style is. So I'm just hoping he changed up his style a little bit this year to stay on the field, you know, for the whole season and not try to put his head in people's chest. Like, he, you know, we know what he can do. We know he can step on people's chest. We don't need to see that no more, you know. We just need him to stay on the field for 16 games. So I'm hoping he wised up, man, for the years he's been here. So I had the team felt, I mean, you know, play with Adam last year, you know, with Coleman at the helm. He saw how that worked out. So I'm just hoping he wised up a little bit and changing up his style a little bit, you know, not trying to be, you know, the big guy that he's not. <laughs> well, I saw an article. I saw an article in the AJC where uh, Warren Dunn, you know, who's a minority owner, pulled him mm-hmm. to the side, pulled him to the side, and was giving him some pointers. And if there's any small yeah. guy that can get yards in the NFL without getting hurt, it was work done. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, if way faster, if he can put that together, man, he'll be, ooh, he'll be dangerous. Man. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. We'll see. <laughs> what you, what you, what was, what was that wrong, Toby? I mean, because, you know, sometimes, man, you're just used to being who you are, man. And, and, and it's hard. And to, I hear you that. know, break them habits, man. Tim Tebow. I, I felt you were right. gonna say that. Cheers. I knew. I know you're gonna try to be who he is. What'd you say? Yeah, Harry? I said that's why you go get a Quadri Olison, man, because of that. You- but you know, like I said, man, just hope you know he take in, you know, how you know affected the team was with Adam last year, man. Try to stay healthy, man, and not be who he is. Kind of change it up, you know. We know who he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I got, a guy, I got a guy here look like Patrick Mahomes. I didn't know he Patrick Mahomes stayed in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> All the way from Kansas City. <laughs> does, he, does he sound like Does he sound like Kermit the Frog when he talks? I, I didn't get to hear him talking, but he just went up the steps. Oh, okay. He, <laughs> oh man. But yeah, man, Devontae would be a big asset, man, if he can keep him on that oh, field this year. If he can stay healthy, Devontae would tear this league up. Yeah. They, they, oh, yeah. They, they don't have Devontae talking about as a top five running back in the league. Oh, yeah. I mean, the dude definitely brings the energy, like Dan Quinn says. It's a totally different energy when he's able to be on the field. But he got to get that blocking down. He got to. Yes. You can't you can't be blowing blocks in key in key games. Yes, I'm and you you willing to hit people, but you can't protect your quarterback when you most need to do it. Yeah. Preach, though. We preach. <laughs> you you, you got you to be able to do that, man. Hey, but one good thing about Big Beasley, though, that we didn't talk about, he put on seven pounds of muscle. Ooh. I just wanted I, to throw that out uh-oh. there. I saw, I, yeah, I saw, I saw a picture of him. You know, he was at some <laughs> car wash thing. When he should have been out there doing that, like you know, <laughs> at a different time, not while OTA hey, is going I, on. I just hope Big Beasley don't get don't get um showed up and showed out by by a fifth round pick. Yeah. Well, he might not, but but remember now, Matt Ryan in 2012 when Dirk Cutter got there, put on five pounds of muscles, and he had a great year that year. I'm just throwing that out there in comparison, right? So maybe yeah. he putting them pounds of muscle on. You know what I'm saying? He might have a pretty decent year because of it. 
I got to admit, I saw that picture of Vic. He did look like Baby Hulk, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Muscle don't equal smart. And, and now that Toby threw that out That's there. True. That, I don't know. Right, right, I don't know. I can't remember if you got this in the plan, but Toby threw it out there for his uh, cutter. Now, we're supposed to have this dream team of coaches. Oh, yeah. This is a no excuses year right here. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, Boom, hey, 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 the word dream team should not come out of nobody's mouth all season long because oh, last, that is dream team, team. right? The last one, oh. dream team, right. the Eagles, all yes. We going to the Super Bowl. I remember, boy. McCoy said that and they didn't do nothing. Yeah, you can't, yeah, I can't say dream team, but you can say that. We can say team dream, Dan Kamen. <laughs> what you can't say, what you, what you, we you know what you can't say. You can't say is, especially anybody who's been on this team longer than uh, two years. You can't say, well, he's going to get warmed up during the, maybe the later part of the season. We're going to wait for him to turn it on. We have to come out the box hot. And more people, some players more specifically than others, but this is a no-nonsense year. This is a Dan Quinn make-it-or-break-it year, man. I mean... Uh, I'm a firm believer in that. Yeah, I mean, you, they have to come out the box. Hypothetically. Well, hypothetically. If, 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 if the Falcons make... The, the playoffs does, does Dan Quinn keep his job it depends on how far they go in the playoffs because the author's not no, playing around playoffs, if they make the playoffs they'll, I think he'll keep his job you do but that's, that schedule looks tough though what if so we go we'll one see. and out what if we go one and no, out that's the second half of the schedule I just it's hope it's not a wild card if it's not a wild card at the schedule there, we have only three to four outside games everything else mm. is inside a dome yeah, it's in our favor. This, yeah, this schedule the way it's set up. It's in our favor. Don't tell Carolina that, right? And we've drafted, and and Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov have drafted well. Now, I mean, whether we can give some of that to Scott Pioli for credit for it, we'll find out as as time progresses with that. But they've drafted well, man. There's no excuse. Um, with this team that you have built around the veterans that you already had, um, not to go further than one round in the playoffs, in my opinion. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And there's a lot of talent over there. Yeah, I don't think this is no. Well, you know, we'll see how far it goes, and you know, we can get there. Great. Not, it'll be better next year. I think this whole thing gonna change if we don't make it. <laughs> To the Super Bowl, <laughs> win the Super Bowl. If any of those things don't happen, I think there's going to be some if, major if, changes. Okay, I'm going to tell you this. If Atlanta gets to the Super Bowl, they are going to win it, hands down. It don't matter who they plan. If they get there, they're going to win it. I, I hear you. Even if it's against the Patriots again? Even if it's the Patriots. Especially well, I mean, if you know, you got that 24 to 3 leaning in the back of your head, you know. <laughs> you don't want that you know, double play again. I think it was twenty-eight to three, actually. Well, I try to get my little, you know. Hey, everybody! This is Rock. Make sure you tune in next week for part two of Summer Camp Edition. What's up, Falcons? Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud.
Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. Hear that? That's the sound of change being cooked up in our schools. Each day, school food professionals throughout California are working to make better meals for our kids, one tray at a time. These meal planning, sauce stirring, taste bud training professionals are making food for students from kindergarten to high school using fresher ingredients and flavors kids love. The secret ingredient to better school food in California? The dedicated professionals who are improving it every day. Learn more about how they're cooking up change at schoolfoodpros.org. Grant provided by California Community College's Chancellor's Office.